to Guitar Books the Podcast. My name is Joe McMurray. The holidays are upon us, and today I'm going to be talking about several Christmas books. I don't usually do multiple books at once, but I'm going to change things up today. Some of you may just want to get in the Christmas spirit and play some Christmas tunes for friends and family. Some of you may have Christmas gigs coming up and you need Christmas repertoire. Either way, at least one of these books will suit your needs. So today I'm going to be talking about Hal Leonard's Fingerpicking Yuletide, Mark Phillips' Christmas Carols for Easy Classical Guitar. From here on out, I'm going to call this the Mark Phillips book. And Classical Guitar Christmas Sheet Music, arranged by John Hill, distributed by Hal Leonard. From here on out, I'm going to call this the John Hill book. You may have noticed that these two books Christmas Carols for Easy Classical Guitar, the, Mark's, the Mark Phillips book, and Classical Guitar Christmas Sheet Music by John Hill, both refer to classical guitar in the title. They were arranged originally for nylon string classical guitar, and I know a lot of my listeners probably play steel string guitar, but these books work just fine for steel string guitar. I tend to play... Uh, I tend to play these tunes on gigs with my steel string guitar. However, if I have my classical guitar out, I really enjoy using it to play these tunes. They work well on either type of guitar. This guitar or this book, Fingerpicking Yuletide, I tend to play these more with my steel string guitar. Regardless, I'll talk about these in depth here and compare and contrast them. Before I get into these though in depth, I want to tell you about my own book. It's called Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. You can find a link to this in the show notes or the description below. In this book, I show you how to arrange one simple melody in hundreds of different ways so that in the end you can hopefully arrange any melody in a variety of styles. Also, if you haven't heard my music, I've recently released four tracks from my upcoming album, which is called Pins on the Map. You can find the four tracks on all of the streaming services. The four tracks available now are Open Road, Lost and Found, The Matador, and most recently, Pins on the Map, the title track. So I hope you'll check that out. And now back to the Christmas books. So I'm going to compare and contrast these in several different ways, as I mentioned. So first I'll sort them by difficulty. To me, the Mark Phillips book is probably the easiest uh, these tunes are uh, suitable for a late beginner through intermediate player. However, if you're an advanced player, these are great tunes to have to play out on a gig. They flow really well, they're fun to play, they're great arrangements. The Hal Leonard Fingerpicking Yuletide book is suitable for late beginners through intermediates as well. It says that the book is intended for intermediate level guitarists on the back of the book, but there are some that are definitely approachable for a late beginner who can play Travis picking arrangements with a simple melody on top. Not all of them are approachable like that, but there are several that are fairly simple. And finally, the John Hill book is very different. First of all, it is suitable for late beginner through late intermediate guitarists. However, it is only written in treble clef, so if you don't read treble clef, it's going to be very difficult for you. 
So keep that in mind. There are, if you do read Treble Clef, there are several tunes that are approachable, especially if you can play a simple melody over a Travis picking alternate bass line. But most of these tunes are more arpeggiated, similar to the, uh, the Phillips book, but you need to be able to read treble clef. The other two books have both treble clef and tablature. So now let's talk about the types of tunes in these books. You can sort them like this. Finger-picking Yuletide has a lot of the mid-20th century tunes like Frosty the Snowman and Here Comes Santa Claus, Holly Jolly Christmas, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, Jingle Bell Rock, Let It Snow, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Silver Bells, those types of tunes. The Phillips book and the Hill book, they have the traditional Christmas carols like Angels We Have Heard on High, Away in a Manger, Deck the Halls, First Noel, Go Tell It on the Mountain, Jingle Bells, Jolly Old St. Nicholas, A Christmas Tree, Silent Night Up on the Housetop, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, those sorts of tunes. So, depending on what you're interested in, very different repertoire here. Mid-20th century, as opposed to very traditional. Next, I want to just talk generally about the quality and flow of the tunes. To me, the Mark Phillips tunes really flow well. They're arpeggiated more. They're really nice arrangements that sound great when you're playing solo guitar. The classical guitar, the, the Hill Book, some of these do flow really well. Some of them are fairly difficult to finger in certain spots, but it's kind of a mixed bag. Some of these I really like, and some of them have kind of clunky fingering to me, so it just depends on the tune, but they are nice arrangements. Finger-picking Yuletide. This is also a mixed bag, but in general it's right on par with the other Hal Leonard finger-picking books. A lot of these arrangements are somewhat simplified. They have simplified some of the rhythms and the bass lines, and they've made it more approachable for intermediate level guitarists and even late beginners. However, I sometimes really like this because it's easier to play and you can just add in your own inner harmony sometimes, or you can, you can just spruce up these arrangements. Uh, sometimes you can add in a little bit of arpeggiation here and there, and it just really makes these arrangements much better. However, sometimes if you just play them as they are, um, they can be a little bit uninspiring sometimes. It just depends on what you do with them. So I'll show you later when I play through some of the tunes how you can take a tune that sounds decent and you can make it sound really good. So again, I love these tunes as a starting point and with just a little extra work and effort and creativity, you can make them into great arrangements. So now I'll just talk about the number of tunes, the quantity of tunes, since we already talked about quality. So the finger-picking Yuletide, this has 16 tunes from the mid-20th century. The Phillips book has 22 traditional carols. And the Hill book has 30 traditional carols. So in terms of quantity, 
you get a lot of tunes in the hillbook. Finally, one other factor you may want to take into account is that the only book out of these three that actually has lyrics written in is the Hal Leonard Fingerpicking Yuletide, which is nice if you are playing music with family or friends and you want them to be able to sing along while you're playing. It is nice to have the lyrics. And sometimes just as when you're playing them, it's helpful to have the lyrics because I often will sing the melody in my head, even if I'm not singing it out loud, and it helps me to remember the tune. And it's nice to have those lyrics right here in the, in the music. So before I go on to playing some tunes from these books so we can compare and contrast and you can see what they actually sound like, I do want to mention a few other books that I'm not going to be talking about in depth today. The Hal Leonard Fingerpicking series actually has a couple more books, a couple more Christmas books. This one has the mid-20th century repertoire, which is why I bought it. I already had these for traditional repertoire. But Hal Leonard does have uh, one book of traditional carols, and they do have another book of more mid-20th century Christmas carol or Christmas repertoire. Also, behind me here, for any jazz-minded players, or even if you're just interested in building your own arrangements. I do really like the real Christmas book. If you're a jazz player, you've definitely heard of the real book. It was an illegal compilation of jazz tunes with the melody written out and the chords so that you can sit down and jam with other jazz players. It's great to have on a gig. The real Christmas book is very similar. It has the melody and the chords written out. The melody is written out in this version in treble clef. You can get a bass clef version. Uh, there's probably alto clef, other clefs as well. But these tunes are fun to have. It's great reference. This is a long book. It's got several hundred, 250 pages almost of tunes. A lot of them are only one page, maybe two pages. These, however, are not, they're not really in the right keys for fingerstyle guitar often and they are pretty jazzy, which is great if you want jazzy. However, I just wanted to let you know that these have a lot of interesting reharmonization and things like that, but it's a great reference to have. Sometimes I'll cross-reference these tunes with the, Christ the real Christmas book, just so I can sometimes get some ideas for reharmonization or a different way to play the melody or just to look at it in a different key really quickly. So, this is a cool book. Also, there are a couple more books I want to mention. In a previous episode, I reviewed Mark Wood's The Gigging Guitarist. He has a lot of great arrangements of Celtic and Appalachian tunes. He has a Christmas book out called The Gigging Guitarist Traditional Christmas Tunes for Fingerstyle Guitar. I have not been through it. I don't have it. But... I really like his other books. I've got two of them, and I think that those are probably really nice arrangements. They're traditional carols. They're not going to be the mid-20th century repertoire tunes. Also, in a previous episode, I reviewed Bruce Emery's Fingerstyle Guitar from Scratch. This is a great book for beginner fingerstyle guitarists. He has a Christmas book out called Christmas Fingerstyle Guitar, Plain and Fancy. I don't have this book, but... I do like his work. He's really entertaining. His writing is sometimes 
humorous, funny, fun to read. His arrangements are suitable for beginner players. So that's something that you may want to look into, but I haven't been through it myself. So that's all I have to say about these. Three great books. If you're like me, you need all three, but maybe you only need one or two of them. Also, one last thing to note is if you're watching this episode at the beginning of December, you if you're a professional guitarist, you are already late. Or if you're an aspiring professional guitarist, you're already late to the game here. I typically start thinking about Christmas music right after Thanksgiving, and that way I have about a month to really go through these and prepare them and memorize what I need to memorize. And then I have usually Christmas gigs starting right after Thanksgiving, beginning of December. I need to play some Christmas tunes tonight at my gig. And so you want to make sure that you're planning ahead and preparing. By the end of December, I usually get burnout of Christmas tunes, but then I can put them away and not think about them for the next 10 months. It's actually pretty nice to break up my normal routine with Christmas tunes for a couple months. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play through several tunes. I'm going to start out with a few tunes from the Mark Phillips book, Christmas Carols for Easy Classical Guitar. Alright, the first tune I'm going to play is O Come All Ye Faithful. I think that this tune is fairly easy. It flows really well. It has some interesting bass lines that act in um, as counterpoint to the melody. So I'll go ahead and play a little intro, and then I'll go into the tune. And I'll play it through once. play Hark the Herald Angels Sing. This is on page 13. This is a fun arrangement. It's got a really nice bass line. I love the counterpoint in this arrangement. So this is one page. I'll do a short intro, the last two bars, and then which take me up to the top. I think it's got a fun bass line and the counterpoint between the melody, like I mentioned earlier. 
It's a short tune. You can play it through several times. You can use dynamics and tone color to try to mix it up each time. You can maybe add in some inner harmony. It's a pretty hollow arrangement. It doesn't have anything but the bass and the melody written in, but it's easy to add in some extra chord tones. Okay, let's do one more out of this book. The last one I'm going to play out of this book is O Christmas Tree. This is in drop D tuning on page 24. So I'm going to drop the D string down a whole step from E to D. Mark Phillips created a beautiful arrangement of O Christmas Tree. I love the drop D tuning for this one. It's in the key of D major. I'm going to go ahead and play it through once for you. So I hope that those three tunes give you an idea of the types of arrangements you'll find in the Mark Phillips book. I'm going to tune back to standard tuning real quick, and then I'll pull out the Yuletide book. The first tune I'm going to play for you from the Yuletide book is Frosty the Snowman. This tune, as it's written, is fairly simple, sometimes a little bit uninspiring. I'm going to show you how it's played. I'll play a couple measures just, just to show you, and then I'll show you how I spruce it up, and then I'll play through the tune. So when the verse comes in, it's written like this. I like to change the rhythm of the melody just a little bit and add some arpeggiation so that it sounds like this. So it just makes it more interesting, it flows better. So you can do that with most of the tunes in this book, and it really a little bit goes a long way. These are great outlines. They're, they have the tunes written out in great keys. They have the melody and your general bass notes that you need. Sometimes you just need to add some inner harmony or some arpeggiation to really make them, make them pop. So here, I'll go ahead and play through this tune.
I love that tune. That's a really fun arrangement when you spruce it up a little bit like I did. And I play that one on gigs and it goes over well. So next, the next tune I'm going to play is Jingle Bell Rock, a fan favorite. This is a decent arrangement. It's not my favorite, but it definitely gets the job done. And as always, you can spruce it up a little bit. This is sort of an alternating bass arrangement. The bass is also sort of arpeggiated in sections. So I'll play a page of it just so you get an idea of what it sounds like. It's a pretty nice arrangement. It definitely gets the job done. Let's move on to one final tune from this book. Okay, on page 32, I'm going to play Let It Snow. This arrangement is decent by itself. I'm going to spruce it up a little bit again with a cool little intro and just some extra inner harmony here and there. And yeah, here we go. especially when you add in a couple uh, harmonics and a little bit of extra inner harmony and that sort of thing. So that's it from this book. I'm going to put this away and grab the hill book. In the hill book, classical guitar Christmas sheet music, I'm going to start out playing the first Noel, which I think is a nice um, representative example of a traditional tune that is a beautiful arrangement, it has some nice arpeggiation. Remember that these tunes are all in treble clef only, so if you don't read treble clef, this book is probably not for you, although you could very slowly and painstakingly go through and create a tab version or something like that, or have someone do it for you. I could do it for you, but let's go ahead and play through this. I'll just do it once.
That's a beautiful arrangement of that tune. I did notice a couple times where it would have been nice to have a slightly wider neck, like on a classical guitar. I guess recently I was playing it on my classical guitar. But it does work on the steel string, and I feel like this tune is fairly representative of a lot of the tunes in this book. So I will go on and play something a little bit easier, geared more towards a late beginner, early intermediate player. So on page 29, this is up on the housetop. This is just a, a fun tune. It is mostly Travis picking, but it has some walking bass lines at times, some bass runs, whatever you want to call them. So I'll play through this. It's a fun tune. You could play through it a couple times. Um, there's a repeat with a first ending and a second ending. Yeah, so I'm going to play one last little song for you. Uh, this one is not in either of the other books. It's Peter Tchaikovsky's March from the Nutcracker. I think it's a fun tune to have in the book, and I'm going to play just the first two lines for you. Okay, so here we go. So it is a fun tune. I like that it's included in this book. It's not in either of the other two, and it's a little different from your normal Christmas carols, but it's Definitely a Christmas tune that people have heard and would enjoy hearing again. So that's all of the tunes that I'm going to play for you today. Put my guitar down. So I hope that that was a useful sampling of the different types of tunes that you'll find in these books. You've got Hal Leonard's Finger Picking Yuletide, which has more mid-20th century kind of tunes. I really like this book. I definitely recommend it to you if you want to play Frosty the Snowman and Jingle Bell Rock and Holly Jolly Christmas, those types of songs. You just might need to spruce them up a little bit if you want them to be more inspiring, at least for me. Second, I really like Mark Phillips' arrangements in Christmas carols for easy classical guitar. I think this book just flows really well. It has great, you know, all the traditional tunes and these are very approachable and so when I'm sitting around with friends or my wife who sings we can play through these pretty easily and I can just play them and she can sing and it's not a big deal it's just a fun thing to do these don't have to be really Christmas tunes don't need to be super super hard since you only play them for a couple months of the year finally classical guitar Christmas sheet music uh, from Hal Leonard arranged by John Hill. This one is only in treble clef, so if you don't read treble clef, don't buy it. It does have some really nice arrangements. It has 
30 arrangements, so almost twice as many as the Hal Leonard book. These are all traditional tunes. Some of them are really nice arrangements. Some of them are a little difficult, some of the fingerings. I did notice when I was playing First Noel that there were some times where I wish my guitar's neck was a little bit wider. And this is an inch and three quarters, so this is a normal finger style neck width. Yeah, so that is it for the books today. I do want to tell you a little bit more about my own book, Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. I mentioned it at the beginning of the episode. In this book, I show you how to take a simple melody and I show you how to arrange it in hundreds of different ways so that in the end, you can arrange hopefully any melody in a variety of styles. So first I show you how to take the melody and add a simple bass line underneath it, basically the root of each chord. Then we add in some inner harmony. Then we look at Travis picking or alternate bass lines. And then we look at arpeggiation underneath the melody. We look at things like playing the melody in the bass, utilizing thirds and sixths and tenths to harmonize the melody. We look at natural and artificial harmonics. Then we look at transposing the melody to different keys so that we can find the key that best suits the song for fingerstyle guitar. I show you how to utilize alternate tunings, but in a way that's slightly different from how it's presented in most books that I've been through. I tend to stay away from just going to the, an entirely new open tuning and then throwing a bunch of chords at you in a few songs that utilize this tuning. I like to show you how, with a song you're familiar with, you can change one bass string to allow you to grab different bass notes more easily, or something like that. You'll see if you go through the book. Also, I have two detailed chapters on reharmonization. This is when you put different chords underneath the melody. If you have been playing fingerstyle guitar, you know that if you just play verse, chorus, verse, chorus, the two verses sound exactly the same, whereas if you're singing them, the verses have different lyrics. Well, with fingerstyle guitar, we have to do things like create melodic variations or harmonic variations. The harmonic variations we can get through reharmonization, where we put different chords underneath the melody. And it's really fun to do. It's something I'm passionate about, and I hope you'll check it out. And I do briefly give a brief introduction to more advanced melodies. Someday in the future, I'd like to be able to write a second book, but I'm working on something else right now, but we'll see if I get there. So finally, if you haven't checked out my music, as I mentioned earlier, please check out my music on the streaming services. I have four tracks available right now for my upcoming album, Pins on the Map, which will be available in January. But you can check out the four singles now on all the streaming services. So thank you so much. I hope you have a great holiday season. As always, feel free to uh, leave me a comment and let me know if you have um, ideas for different books you'd like me to review or just general comments about guitar or anything like that. Thanks, and have a good day.